Good morning and welcome to Practice Laps, our daily discipleship podcast. I'm Chad Ballard, the lead pastor at Mount Vernon Baptist Church. Um, this morning, I want to I want to begin a a not really a series, but sort of a theme that's that's been on my mind as I think about the purpose of what these podcasts are really all about. Um, what we're trying to do is to help you to live your life each day walking with Jesus as a disciple. And so, with that in mind, I think one of the important things that we have to learn to do is to learn to discern the will of God. And sometimes as we're trying to discern the will of God, it's not just written in the sky somewheres. Uh, it is written in his word, for our, his general will for our life. And then oftentimes we're looking for his specific will. And, and so one of the things that, I, that I've thought about a lot that we have to do is we have to learn to wait on the Lord. And so in Isaiah chapter 40, one of my favorite verses and one that, that I struggle with applying in my own life. This is, I, I'm telling you up front, this is a weak spot for me. It is learning to wait for the Lord. Okay. And uh, in that verse in, in uh, Isaiah 40, verse 31, it says this, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Oh, one of the things that that I struggle with most is waiting. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not a patient person. You know, I don't I don't guess I'm overly frustrated by every little thing, but but I I do sometimes struggle with having to wait. And you know, I, I began to realize something about myself. I shared this in prayer meeting last night, but I wanted to touch on it again, uh, simply because it is a it, it's important that those not that weren't in that prayer meeting service understand where this theme is coming from for the next few weeks. When we struggle to wait on the Lord, I believe it is a, a sign sometimes that our faith is waning. Uh, I remember so well, and this is what God used to help me understand this. Years ago, uh, I was a salesman, and I had switched jobs from a company I'd been with for several years and had really excelled. But I was given an opportunity to start a new supply store and to actually be the manager and build a building and, and have people there on staff. So I, I really wanted that opportunity. So I went to work for a company uh, that has sold out now, but it, it was called Ruston Industrial Supplies. It's actually out of Ruston, Louisiana. And uh, my new boss, a guy named Mr. Mark Kozar, uh, Mark was supposed on my first day with the company was a Monday and he had told me that he would pick me up in Brookhaven, Mississippi, which was my home and, uh, bring me back to Ruston, buy me a new truck and for, uh, my company truck. And, uh, and I would train for a week or so. And then, you know, I would, I come back home and go to work. Well, he did that Monday. He wasn't there by midday and I called him and something had come up. And, uh, and he said he was going to get there in the next couple of days. He'd let me know. Well, I didn't hear from him. I call him again. So here I am thinking I'm starting this new job. And uh, I'm going to be honest, I was a little nervous about the situation. Do, have I quit my longtime job and with nowhere to go? You know, what is the situation here? Well, as it turns out, he told me, he said, look, you're on our payroll. I'm, I've started paying you on the Monday you started. Just sit at the house. I'll be there in, as soon as I can. And it ended up being about two weeks before he came over and got me. And so I got paid two weeks to sit at the house. Look, I'm telling you, one, I'm not used to getting paid to do nothing. At the same time, I was a nervous wreck. And I got to thinking about that situation and, because here was the deal. It's understandable why I was nervous about that. 
I really didn't know this guy. You know, I, I went to work for him. I knew of his reputation, I, but I had no real personal experience with him other than I'd interviewed with him about three weeks prior. And uh, so I, I was a little nervous about this. So here's the deal. I had to learn to trust somebody that I didn't know. On the other hand, I've been following Jesus for over 40 years. And, and so as I began to think about that, you know, it ought to be much easier for me to wait on Jesus than it was for me to wait on that on my new boss back then. You know, be, the reason being what makes it possible for us to wait is that relationship that we've developed. And, and you notice, I think God does that for a reason because he tells us we're going to wait. When, we, when we're waiting, God's working. And, and in verse 31 there, it said, Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. I, I believe the reason that we have the, the ability to do that is because when we've waited on the Lord, He has begun to build something in our life. And He is working on our character and our trust of Him. And so understand, if you've been following Jesus for a while, it ought not be like, you know, uh, there shouldn't be some mistrust, like you're not sure if it's okay to wait. Know that He has not abandoned you, and He is going to be by your side. And over the next few days, as we talk about uh, what it means to trust the Lord and, and what it means to discern the will of the Lord, and I think that's what this trust thing is really all about, um, then, then hopefully we're going to grow and, and, and we're going to see some things maybe we didn't understand before. And that's today's practice lap. I hope it helps you to run the race well.